Bienvenue O Tour 20. <laughs> You've got a new tool belt? Is that what she said? <laughs> no. I Come wanted on. to say welcome to lap 20 in French, but I can't say that. Oh. Jean, 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 Jacques Villeneuve has a tool belt. Wee wee, wee wee 20, wee wee. Jacques m'appelle scuba ski. Bienvenue O Tour 20. That's French for. Wait, Bienvenue à Tour 20. That's kind of French for Welcome to Lap 20, everybody. I just the got post, done with them. Post Lama. Post Lama. Post Lama. Post Sonoma. But we'll talk about that some too. Yeah. Um, our friend Antonio is traveling across the uh, great country of Canada. Is he we going from Canada to Canada or is he going from Canada to America? We don't really know where. I don't really know how that works. He said he's skipping time zones, but being he said he Texas, was going to <laughs> from an, from one state to another state in Canada. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm not. I don't know. I thought they were provinces, not states. It's yeah. ca it's Canadian stuff. I don't understand what do it either. What they call them in Louisiana? Parishes. That's more French, right? Canada's uh, kind of French. Oh, uh, we Louisiana we. has parishes. Ah, uh, yeah. See, not counties. Yeah, and then Canada's states. Anyway, it's confusing. He's he's not here. Um, he may pop in if we're lucky. We will see. But uh, we're gonna the three of us, Mister Levi, Norman, and yours truly, Dave, are going to do our best to cover Sonoma without our NASCAR buddy. I am probably the least qualified to do that. So, guys, do you want to um, bring us into <laughs> Sonoma? Yeah, Sonoma, Sonoma, I love this track, dude. I mean, really, for NASCAR especially, they really have to wheel it around this track. Um, I, I didn't think it was as bad as, like, from the old, uh, I guess, Gen 4 cars or even before that, man. Like, Dale Sr. and stuff used to hop the, you know. I think, did they race there? Norman, did they race at Sonoma back then? I think they did, didn't they? Walkins, Glen, and Sonoma were the only two road tracks they went to. Yeah, that was the one I remember too, because man, used to, back in the day, they would take, like, <laughs> half a car on that curb and get some air and it was like the quickest way around, which I always thought was just like goofy. It didn't seem like it made much sense to me. But um, it is what they do. Uh, this, these cars wasn't as bad, I don't think. It didn't seem like they were really hopping curves like that. But uh, anyways, fun, fun track. It was a great race. Um, I mean, I say great. It was a good race. It was a good NASCAR race. Any NASCAR race now that is made with no stage breaks is really good in my book. Yeah, absolutely, I'm, man. I'm okay with this. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. them. Yeah, I'm okay with them giving the points um, to the guys, you know, at certain stages, so that you will fight for those positions. But once it's done, we just keep going. It wasn't a stop in the race for no reason kind of thing. Um, anyways, love it. So <clears throat> pretty much, I mean, kind of coming and go. Uh, Truex showed a really good strength, and then he ended up winning the race for sure. Um, I know Antonio would like me to talk about for sure his boy Blandy getting ran over is what he, I think how he put it, um, by Mr. <laughs> McDowell. So <laughs> with six to go, uh, might add <clears throat> six, seven to go, something like that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's one of them things, um, anyways, it seems like it's a thing that's this happening now. And, um, uh, Blaney's had some kind of bad luck and this and that. So I'm yeah, putting that in had, there. He's had bad luck all season. Um, yeah. he is, uh, now in second place. Um, right. Wait, no, 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 no. Truex now leads the 
points with his victory. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Awesome. And then William Byron and then Ryan Blaney in third, I think. Yeah. That's Truex right. is holding it down for all the uh, dudes with peppered beards out there like myself. So I'm telling you what. And doing it with, with some like, you know, Rico Suave style there. I mean, he's getting it done. Real, looked real dominant. Took off left, left the old, <laughs> yeah, left the whole, uh, everybody behind. But, uh, like I said, overall, Sonoma, good race, not great. Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, that is what it is. I, I mean, I, I say we, you know, kind of talking NASCAR, I, I think we had a NASCAR somewhere other, you know, in another country. If I was, I think, yeah. Let me, let me fact check that. Is that right? Wait, what are you talking about? NASCAR. Yes, there was there country. was a NASCAR yeah. running a race in France this weekend. Yeah, I think that, that lasted was a better 24 road hours. <laughs> oh yeah, that that Hendrix team. Yeah, I heard about those guys. And that yeah. Jensen, what was his last name? Bouton, maybe. Oh, and Jimmy <laughs> Johnson. He's got a. And, <laughs> and legitimately, here. wait, who was the third guy? Earl, Rockefeller, wait. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyway, yeah, dude. Um, thank you, NASCAR, for Sonoma. We love you. Sonoma, I hope you get some rain. Looking pretty brown, um, as always. <laughs> they got plenty. The NASCAR got plenty of rain in France this weekend. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Um, Norman, take us into Le Mans, man. That, what, a, what a heck of a race. Yes, I, I had to say overall... The race was great. Um, we'll get into the bad part of the race for me, um, and let an you know. Good thing Antonio's not here to gloat on me. So yeah, but Italia. We're, <laughs> we're gonna start off with the Garage Fifty Six Hendrix um, Chevrolet Camaro that blocked every freaking part of the track because it's so massive and these other cars were so small. Uh, it did good. I want to say, I think later they started running longer stints, but they started out, they only were running one hour stints with their drivers, which they're not racing anyone. So their driver swap cares if it takes like, the pit stop takes longer. Uh, and it looked like they were just driving it to get it home. I don't know. I'm assuming y'all watched some of the race, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch as much as I would like due to work, um, unfortunately, all weekend and this and that. But um, when I did tune in, you know, I, I don't know. When I tuned in, it didn't seem like they were showing it, but the thing was so darn big, and I really liked the blue color. really did pop for some reason, so you'd see it, like, here, and then you'd see it back there, and it was like, all right, we're still going, you know? And they weren't giving us updates kind of on the uh, – on the te whatever, telemetry or whatever you want to call it with the placings, you know, that were rotating through for all the GTs and, and the LMPs and this and that. Yeah. We weren't seeing it because it would just said Garage 56, <laughs> one car. I get why they didn't do it, but I just wish they would have, you know, and I'm sure they did do little special touch-ups to it, and I'm sure you can touch more on that. Just the times that I was seeing it, they weren't giving me full updates, which was fine because, man, I'm telling you, that thing was plastered all over my social medias, but I do follow a lot to do with that specifically, so I'm sure that's what it was, but... Um, kudos to the social media people out there. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job. I had, I had actually because I figured it wasn't going to get a lot of coverage on my second monitor. I actually had the number three, no, the number two Cadillac 
on board and then the garage 56 on board playing during the whole race. So I, I could know if they were ever, they were still running and stuff, um, which is really good. I'm going to say the Le Mans coverage because of the LMDH class, which known in EMSA's GTP got most of the coverage just because freaking the first 12 hours of that race was cars nose to tail racing each other the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. Honestly, it was refreshing to see a hypercar class that wasn't um, boring as hell. Yeah. For once. Yeah. Um, all well, of the well, not main... for once, but in the last what since Audi and Porsche and all of that drama. I mean, it's been a long time. Like Toyota has just been stomping heads in Le Mans yeah. for a long time. So, but also we haven't had it where it's been this many manufacturers running that close, and they were competitive for the most yes. part. For the most, uh, part. or you know, I'm looking at you, Pujo. <laughs> Yeah, you, we got a all eat crow because they showed up and they did. If it wasn't for that middle of the night mistake, they could have won this thing with uh, no wing. By the way, and it yeah. was on purpose. It was on purpose. They didn't lose it. They just didn't have one. They didn't show up with one <laughs> all season. They forgot the wing. I mean, it is a it is a built car built for Lamar. Yeah. Yes, so. and, and they showed. They showed. Yeah, but you know, good yeah. luck everywhere else. <laughs> With your um, stupid no back wing. <laughs> to, anyway. To get into it, the start did y'all get to see the start of the race? Yes. Awesome. What do y'all well, think about Jack Aiken? Don't know about Jack Aiken. I feel for the kid, man. Like I think he's a great driver, man. Um I guess it's a tough I, situation though. Yeah. It's a tough situation in eye racing. It's a tough situation to watch. It's a the anatomy of that. You're talking about the like incident right off the bat, right? The one that come they're coming out of the chicane where the yes. one chicane was soaking wet. The rest of the track was dry and he lit up the tires in the wet section and lost control of the car into the wall. Right. Yeah. On cold tires. And he's a great driver. I think I, I really like Jack Aiken. Um, got to meet him at 24 Hours of Daytona. Nice. Uh, and um, I think it it happens. Unfortunately, no one's perfect, man. And you're and like you said, that track's so big. That's what I was about to say. Is like there, it do, You can't say that it's raining at, during Le Mans, like. <laughs> it might be raining at half the track. Like half of it might be wet. Quarter of it might be wet. It might be sunny on the front stretch and totally pouring on the other side of the track. I mean, same with like um, the Nürburgring or even Spa, you know, those big tracks. I mean, it's tough to say. And it, I feel for the kid. I mean, what are you going to do? My question yeah. is just to ask y'all, because the announcers were talking about this. They said they should have started the race with that in a slow zone to try mm. to help help the guys get warmed up to that section's wet. These are all professionals. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. We can't. And, yeah. And we saw how the slow zones worked later on in the race for Rex, 
people were missing them and just running over cars. Right. Like, we'll get more into the slow zones and the... I thought they were terrible this year. I've never seen slow zones be that bad in this race. But since we're on the topic, the weather made things very interesting because like Dave was saying, it was raining torrential downpours in one part of the track and the rest of the tracks dry and no one knew if they should be on wets or on slicks. Yeah. And, and we had well like you can't you can't go to wets. Unless it's all the way wet. Like, well, they kept calling these tire, um, what did they call them? Drying wets is what they end up calling the tire. <laughs> what does that even, what does that even mean? It means like you don't have to have an intermediate tire. So, so the they tire will... will carry through, will turn itself into an intermediate. Hmm. I had that in F F one every once in a while when they burn so, off the intermediates and they turn so to just slicks. Like a, it's just like a shitty tire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real crappy tire we're sitting out there on. Oh, uh, this is one of the. Is that is that like my Jeep that has that um, dynamic oil changing system on it? You just, <laughs> you, I never have to change oil on it, man. It's crazy. I just add a quart like once a week. It's always at the same level. Oil is always brand new. I, there's a big oil leak under it, but I don't, don't think that's related. <laughs> it has a, it has a little shadow, and I don't know why. <laughs> that's funny. Oh <laughs> uh, well, um, but that's I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I mean, we see it in Formula One too. Like if there's so much time lost from running an intermediate or wet tire on dry track. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen that play out, it is violent. I mean, it is like four seconds a lap it's crazy how much difference it makes um and like we saw in in monaco with formula one which i know they're not the same but hypercar and formula one is i guess that's as like the closest comparison we can make um you know the drivers would rather run slow on slicks than run full-on wets like we saw plenty of that drivers running hards when it was raining it was full raining in monaco and drivers were that staying on hards because they know the track's going to dry out too unless it keeps raining and that what was happening in lama was like kind of i mean at least at that moment when jack aiken crashed is which is what i'm referring to is it was just wet you know um and i and like levi said i don't think you should they're professionals you can't you can, you one you can't bank on the tire, but two you can't bank on a slow zone. Um, at the start of one of the biggest races in the world, to try to level the playing field, and like, it's centenary. Is that yeah? Said that right? Like you we started eat. the race under. Uh, if you're gonna start under yellow, start under yellow. That's a different story. But don't get, give me the first half of the first sector you know, balls to the wall and then everyone, okay, no overtaking for a minute. Like yeah, that sucks, yeah. man. That affects your whole lap. You'll lose three seconds. How do you even do that when you're side by side starting the race anyways? How do you start a slow zone? I mean, would you just have to stay side by side? That's almost more dangerous, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I you're so. what, two miles from the start. So you should be able to get organized to go single file into the slow zone. Depends on how big they made it. Um, I'm glad they didn't. Me yeah. personally, 
No, yeah. And, I mean, Jack... Well, l- l- let me put it this way. There were 61 other cars on track, you know, that didn't that didn't need a yellow there yep. to make it around. Well, so. no, you had the LMP2 that went off in the gravel and got stuck, too. 61. But th- that was, it was the same, that was the same incident? Two separate incidents in the same chicane. That's what brought, they had to we'll bring out, 60 that's cars. what brought out the full course safety car that lasted 35 minutes to start the race. Right. Yes. And I, I didn't mean to take your thunder there, but anyway, the point <laughs> is, is that um, more than 60 or 60 other cars made it around. Yeah. Um. So no, I don't think they need it. And it, but it did make it spicy, <laughs> which is what you need at Lamal. I mean, honestly, I, I love that. It. it wasn't a boring race. Yeah, I loved it. I had yeah. you got to give Jack the freaking balls and the skill though to drive that car all the way back to pit to keep them in the race. That was that was crazy because he hit that wall and it was like nothing happened. Like he turned and he hit it hard. And he turned that car straight back onto the straight and kept motoring. There was no, I thought that was pretty veteran. Yeah. That, that was a veteran move. Just like, don't think about it. Don't flinch. Like keep the car on track. Go, go, go. Get it back around. Like he saved, you know, well, he didn't save the race, but you know what I mean? He, he tried. <laughs> he they went 15 it. laps down yeah. and didn't have another issue the rest of the day. And I don't know. Well, I, with an hour and 45 minutes, they were 11th place. And I don't know if they gained 10th or not. That's pretty dang good out of 16 cars. And you yeah. wreck out in the first lap. They finished. Um, What was their official team name? It wasn't Cadillac. No, um, Action Express. Yeah, it's 17th. They finished 17th overall. 324 laps. They finished 18 what laps in class, down. though? In class, they finished 11th in, or 10th okay. in class. So they did get a Peugeot there at the end with an hour and 45 to go. Yeah, and they got them by four laps, which is cool. Sorry about that long um, research update. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I overall, the hypercar class, I thought was pretty competitive all the way through the race. Um, I mean... Seventh, seventh through first were within ten laps of each other, which for a twenty-four hour race is pretty good. Um, all things considered, even better. First through fourth were two laps away from each other, and first and second were seconds away from each other, which is even better. Um, what what did we no the well it was basically it was like seventy-four seconds, a minute and fourteen seconds, or no a minute twenty-one seconds. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and the number the, two Cadillac said they would finish on the lead lap. They didn't have to um, add oil to the car there at the end of the race. Which is very American. Which is an American thing. I think uh, Garage 56 did the same thing all race long. Um, big horsepower. Big oil consumption. Yeah, let's touch on them for a second. Um, 39th overall. Uh, they did they not... They got all re- the way up to 28. Yeah. And we're leading the GT um, EM class too. Well, just just for a kind of a rewind for a minute, Dave, you're going to love this. Uh, my dad was the one that actually talked to me just a little bit earlier. Was asking me if I'd got to watch it. And we were kind of chit chatting over it right before the podcast. 
And he said, man, they did it a lot better than they did back in the 70s when NASCAR did this. And I was like, what? what? Hold up. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, so 1976, Laval. Actually, NASCAR tried this, and I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad for uh, Norman that Antonio's not here because it was a Ford, and it didn't do so well. <laughs> it, it did not do so well at all. Um, so it was looks like a... Uh, I guess they ended up like 11 hours into it. They ended up uh, squashing this Ford Torino and finally calling it a day. Um, it was based out of Richmond. And it was a, uh, like I said, uh, a 76 Ford Torino when they tried Lamar last time with a NASCAR. So it has been done before, but it hasn't been, in quotes, done before. They tried it. And he and my dad said it was kind of a joke anyways when it first started. Everybody was kind of laughing at it. And so he was really... He was really happy himself that the Garage 56 crew and, and Rick Hendrick actually took the time to do it right. So, anyways, just I'm, a little I, touch on that. I'm Wikipediaing it right now. It is kind of wild, actually. And next time, and next time Norman needs a, a race car for a special scheme, we're we're painting his NASCAR the same as his 1976 Ford Torino that didn't make it around Le Mans, and he's going to do better than 11 hours. Okay. Two NASCAR spec cars were entered in the 1976 Le Mans. Two. Yeah. Two of them. I only saw about the one. My bad. Uh, there was a Dodge Charger also. And a Ford Torino. Yeah. Neither of them made it, but guess what? Chevy did, baby. For Antonio, Chevy did, baby. Way to go, Chevy. And like you said, Norman, they, or Levi, one of you guys said that they were, it kind of looked like they were just trying to finish. Um, I think that's definitely what they were doing, but that's a win, man. Like I'll take it. And it wasn't without issues. They did with, um, three hours remaining in the race. They had a driveline issue and had to come in for an hour. Yeah, that sucks. That's what took them from 28th to 39th. So would they, but aren't they technically an LMP2 car the way that they qualify? I, I thought I they more classified them as GTE. Like they had to, but they have to start behind the LMP2s and they don't get wave arounds. And I was reading some interesting stuff about like how they, there's an, different rules for them. Yeah, they're not going to get a wave around because of the class. You have to be ahead of your class leader. They are the class. They're their own class. So they're their class leader. So they're never going to get a wave around. So were they supposed to be faster than the GTEs? I don't know like if from the start? people knew till last week they were going to be faster. Yeah, that's um, good. I'm glad you interpreted my question right because that's what I was, that's what I was trying to ask. Like this whole time, were they supposed to be faster? Because I don't think they were. Right? I don't think people knew what they were going to do till they did it. Um, which was shocking. I've got an. I want an interesting discussion. If this car got scanned by iRacing, would y'all buy it? See, I don't know if I would just because I don't think there'd be that big of a following, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. If you could actually put these things in a in a class by themselves, like a one-off race. There you go. I would probably be like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's get crazy with the cheese whiz. There you I go. would <laughs> love to see like this car get scanned oh, yeah. <laughs> and do like a Le Mans race and let us go race, you know, this car at Le Mans. I 
I would probably buy it because I just buy everything that they release because I'm just a pleb like that. <laughs> they got you. I'm just like, oh, I'll buy it. Brazilian stock car? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even been in the car and I own it. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll buy it. But um, I wouldn't probably race it unless it was an all spec race. Like it was just fixed. Those cars at Le Mans, like a special series. Or if like that was there, I would buy it if that was the shiny new shakedown on week 13. Totally. If yeah. I, I would, I would buy it, pay 14 or 12 or 15, whatever it is to race that car for sure. Just during the shiny new shakedown of the mall. But I don't think I would, I wouldn't buy it and practice it. No way. I'd buy it and put it away. Race I racing stock paints or put a Texas roadhouse paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, Thank you, Trading Paints. We love you. To get back, like we were talking about, the the first 12 hours of the race, you had um, Ferrari started on pole, Toyota passed them in the first lap because they started on the softer tire. I thought it was over. Even though they were on a softer tire, yeah. just that thing in the back of your brain was like, oh, game yeah. over. And then um, Cadillac took the lead. Well, I guess Ferrari got the lead back from Toyota. And then some cautions and something happened, and Cadillac came out and started driving away from the field. And you got excited. I did. I was like, oh! And then I can't remember the whole race, but then I remember some things happened. And talk about the dominant car coming out of nowhere. I get no I think Porsche started kind of showing their their feet. Oh, I remember how Cadillac got in the lead. It was they were on their alternate strategy stuff, but they still were driving away from everyone on their alternate strategy. Uh and then Porsche kind of started battling them, and then Peugeot stuck their nose out there, and they actually started really driving away from everyone but they led right there at sunset they just took off um no one had anything for them for like four or five hours right Uh, yeah i just really think it was cool too you know like we said the close race and then it was all the way through but it was really neat to see every manufacturer kind of like have their time right have a little bit of if you're a fan of any of them you got a little bit of something that night Big time. Big time. It was impressive to see. Uh, I was reading that there was just so much support too from the fans for the American race cars. Everyone loves a V8. That doesn't matter what country you're in. That's like the universal language of the world. How could you not? A V8, baby. When that thing went by, how could you not be like, okay, that's cool. Like, oh, God, that's sick. (laughs) I will put it to you this way. You could have turned the camera off and just recorded the sound and you knew when the NASCAR came by. You knew when every American car went by. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's 24 hours of Daytona. I mean, I sent you guys those recordings. Like, you knew when the caddies came by. It was obvious. It was like, like, damn. Holy crap. What was that? Slit. So... Our (laughs) other... we'll, we'll, We'll give some love to our other. And the GT... um. EAM class, we did have the Corvette running. It is the 
final Le Mans race for a factory Chevy team for right now. Um, they're packing it up after this year. Chevy is sad. Sad to hear, honestly. Um, and their race did not get off to a good start. They had about two hours in. They had a uh, I want to say a shock damper issue. They came in and had to get repaired. And I think they went down five laps. So it looked like it's going to be a um, long day for them, unfortunately. So, but they still had a long time to go. Cause I think they still had 17 hours after that, 18 hours of racing left to do. But we'll catch back up with them here later on in this race. Um, they're coming into sunset though, is when the weather really kicked off its glorification and, uh, started raining on not the whole track, but random parts of the track. And I don't know, you can find this video anywhere, but there's a video of the Glickenhaus coming around on ice, the Number three, Caddy coming around sideways. It looked like it was a drift competition. That's was, all I can say. It was nuts how those cars were whipping around, too. And I understand, like, here's the deal. You don't have spotters in every corner, and I'm sure it's hard as a team to tell them exactly, like, okay, on this corner and this corner, but still, you're like, oh, it's raining. Okay, well, I went through there last lap, and, you know, it's raining, but it's not, like, raining. And then it would just come a downpour, and it was just, like, a reflection off the road, like you say, it almost looked like ice, and when they hit it, it almost looked like they hit ice. Like, they were just gone. Do you think it was like iRacing when you lose it in those cars and that anti-traction, or the uh, traction, and it's like... Talk about frustrating, because I'm used to, like, NASCAR and stuff, so I'm, like, <laughs> trying to pedal it, and there is no pedaling. It's just... Yeah. That tells me I suck when I hear that noise. Uh -huh. You suck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how to tell you to fix that, but I'm sure it was, yes. Except for, I think it was a... Uh, if I remember right, it was a Porsche I saw um, just, you know, tail whip the crap out of the car coming to the corner. And that thing whipped so fast. I was like, you know, he's along for the ride. Like, and then yeah. it backed into the fence. Um, man, that was sketch. I mean, a little poo would came out. That's all oh, I'm yeah. saying. Especially in a Porsche, man. Yeah. No, Bye. No, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I'm bored, I just watch like crash videos of people driving on the Nordschleife. Pretty hilarious. It is. Mostly the Porsches, too, unfortunately. Yeah, or, or little Volkswagen Golfs. Oh, yeah, or BMWs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, yeah. That, the race was sketchy. Um, but, I mean, I guess that's what we love about Le Mans, right? That's the whole point of a 24-hour race, is that you get so many different aspects, and you got to battle so many different elements. And... I guess you could argue whether or not it makes good racing, but I'm sure for the drivers, it makes it so much more rewarding to win um, a race like that. You know what I mean? Where you have to battle so many elements where it, you know, you deserve it. You truly deserve it. It, you know, it didn't just, you didn't just get a good 20 second start and then build on that for the entire race. Like there were so many factors you had to overcome. So, um, Yeah. I, I was how, so pleased to see it. That's how I feel on iRacing whenever I get done with any endurance race. I've never won one, but just to finish one. So I wouldn't oh. even know what it would be like to be on the last lap leading your class. Like in, in, in most of these instances this year, especially like 
But the last lap, it was kind of just bring it home and you win. You know what I mean? And that whole last lap of nervousness, then turn it into like total elation coming around that last quarter. Oh my God. Yeah. Just to finish endurance oh. races on iRacing is an emotional experience. I can't imagine finishing in a real car, nonetheless winning freaking Le Mans. <laughs> like, yeah. Like if you're in that 51 Ferrari coming across, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's just. Wow. Not only is, you know, and like I said, this year was a special. It was, it was special. Yeah. And I mean, in the last time, years. the last time Ferrari won Le Mans was that time you saw in Ford versus Ferrari when the movie was starting. Yeah. That's the last time Ferrari won Le Mans. Wow. I was, think it would be harder. Was that 65, I think, right? It was our last time to win the overall victory. Um, They won some class, some GTE yeah. true, classes. True, 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 true. But still, to win overall at Le Mans, that's the that's the pinnacle. Yeah, and I think it would be harder to be a driver of the car in pit lane than be the driver of the car. Oh yeah, you could see oh, yeah. it. It all the they were they were making fun of it at the end of the race. Um, the commentators were all the drivers were on their phones, like <laughs> none of the winning first place drivers were watching. Every well, Antonio Giovinazzi, all of those guys. Ben Keating was, but that's Ben Keating, man. He's old man Ben. But oh, well, and there's there's two things that happened towards the end of that race. Not you know, I skipped kind of to the end there just because I was got caught up in the moment, man. I got caught up, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, there was a moment there for the Toyota team. Unfortunately, I mean, you know, yep that they were they were tracking them down. It looked like they were going to run them down, and it was going to be yeah. a pretty good race to the end, and then. Just look like what the rear's locked up, or was it a? It was I mean, I, the electric downshift shouldn't let you, like, like wheel hop, right? The rears, well, they're brake by wire and the downshift. I think it just it was a perfect like storm, and the drivers have been complaining about the brake by wire. It's harder to feel your braking right now because your brake pedal doesn't change. You know, your brake no. pedal changes with wear and tear when it's hydraulic. Um, but coming into Arnage with a minute 45 left, he locked the, the rears up, car went sideways, and he nosed it in the wall at Arnage. Um, I guess, what, they came in and had, like, a few minutes of repairs and changed the tires and sent them right back out? Yeah. And it just looked like, yeah, it was so slow to watch him get that car back on track because he was having to do, like, a... Like a two or three turn uh, point turn to get it back straight where he could get make the corner and keep going, and I was just like, "Oh, it's so rough to watch." It was like, "No," because they had actually had the camera on the dude pretty much, like watching him track these guys down, and then he's like, "Whoop, nope," and then it's like, er, 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 he had to Austin Powers it out of the corner just to get back going. But I was frustrating to watch for me. I was just, I'm sure that team was just like, I mean, you, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. It was a train wreck, man. Yeah. But that was the number seven Toyota. Going to jump back some. In the middle of the night, the number eight Toyota unfortunately had to retire from a wreck, which gets into our slow zone causing havoc. So it looked like the Toyota and a GTE Ferrari slowed down for a slow zone, and two cars behind them, I want to say they were both LMP2 cars, just trucked both of them. Yeah, a lot of insurance claims being filled out during that bumper-to-bumper traffic. Uh, yeah. And... That sucks. I My thing is, unfortunately, it, it sucked for the number eight, because that's the one, um, 
I can't, I'm not even, can't even pronounce his name now. Um, Kibayashi, um, and I just butchered it. Kamu, was in. Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Like, Kobe, Kobayashi, Kobe. Um, but they, you know, to get back into the slow zone talk, it looked like there was a lot of issues with these. I think Pete drivers were pushing too hard into these slow zones to gain the extra second because this race was such a sprint race style now. Yeah. And I think they need to do something better to enter a slow zone. Well, that's what I was saying about the start. It's like, you can't, you can't have, these are, these are race car drivers, dude. A 10th is worth everything. Like if you can slow down slower, then (laughs) if you can slow down slower, yeah, that's right. Then the guy in front of you, you're going to gain some time. You know, yeah, nothing like slowing down slower for be faster. Yeah, you got to slow down, but you got to slow down at a slower pace at which the guy in front of you is slowing down. My brain hurts. Is that right? Is and he right? Slower down, slower. Because <laughs> if you slow it down faster, you're going to get slower. Yeah, but if you slow <laughs> it right. down slower, you're going to get faster, right? Yes, you're decreasing the. It's like acceleration versus. I'll get speed. back to you. I'm going to have to do some. Hold on, carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is slower squared. Okay, there's got to be a there's got to be a math formula I can plug this into. Hold on. You remember right. you got to take the derivative of it though. Ask Chad GPT; it'll figure it out for you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, but that's I worth, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's worth a lot. It's worth a lot. I mean, it. I don't think he said it correctly. It, it well, well, it's debatable. Um, <laughs> it. It, on TV, it doesn't look crazy. Like when you're watching it from a chopper view, like it's like, oh, look, that car got a little closer to that car. But like that amount of distance usually takes five laps of nose down, you know, perfect apexes, perfect exit exits. Like assuming the guy in front of you is not doing the same thing you are, because at this level, the assumption is all these guys are pretty dang good. I know that there's some amateurs and some gentlemen drivers and such but for the most part you know so no these guys are going to take full advantage of it and i think the race marshals should know that that yeah but i mean the only thing you can do is like electronically slow the cars down and i really don't want uh outside hands in it and or give them a drive-through penalty or something i just don't want to see that because there's always going to be that uh human error or just the the you from of you are watching or somebody from the outside go no man he didn't do that he didn't make up that much time you you know you ruined his race because anyways i don't know how to make it any better um but you got to do something because (laughs) some guys some guys got wrecked from i mean just like you said got trucked and they weren't doing anything wrong it seemed like they were doing right and the others weren't but at that point who do you penalize and how like there's no way to do it they're all out so I mean, okay, maybe maybe on a track like Daytona, where it's all under lights, and you know, there's it's 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 not it's not freaking Lamar. I don't know, like, yeah, and that's another thing. It was a good point under lights. Lamar, there was a car that died on like the uh, one of the straights, right out of the corners. It was on a flat enough space, but at the same time, when his lights went out, dude, and he was on the side of the track. He got off the track, but like they were showing him getting, I mean, he bailed out of that car because those guys are going by and they're not seeing, I promise you they weren't seeing it. There's no way they saw the car before, you know, they found out slow zone and, and, you know, wave flags and all that stuff. 
It's and just I, crazy how dark it is at that Crazy. Track. Yeah, and I know we're the safety podcast, but that's Lamar, right? Like, if we're gonna, oh, if, yeah. if we're gonna safety Lamar to death, then I don't want to see it to have the same fate in um, WEC as the Nordschleife or in Formula One as the Nordschleife, where it safety surpasses the classic track. Like this one should stay, I think. And if it's a little crazy, then maybe it should be an independence race where maybe a sanctioning body like WEC, it's like, a, like you know, like uh, they do the 24 hours of um, Nürburgring. And I know that's like a European Le Mans series race, but it's kind of open entry. Like a lot of drivers that I follow that are independents enter that race. Um, I know Isn't, Lamas already like that, but we should, I don't know. I don't want to safety this one to death. You know what I mean? No, like agreed. I, I want it to stay dark. I want the roads to say, stay crowned. I, I want it to be a little crazy because it's the only race left like it, you know? No, I agree. I think the, my idea would be maybe the, the sector before coming in. So that happened coming out of the Dunlap chicanes through the S's. Um, Going into um, Teton Rouge, which is the turn, the hard um, right hander onto the the Mazan Straight, right, which is arguably and, the most important, one of the yes. most important corners on the track. Yes. Yeah. I they should have started throwing a yellow flag back in the S's, so now there is no passing. Yeah, well, you can go nose to tail, but do not give aside each other, kind of thing. Yeah. I agree. With, I agree with that because if you if you put a yellow into it's Tetra Rouge, right, which is the entry into yeah. Molson. If you yes. put a yellow there, the whole point of that corner entry be damned. The whole point of that corner is exit. So like all of the cars are already sacrificing entry for exit. the The entire mentality is to straighten the car out before the apex of the corner. So like. All of the rotation in that corner happens before you get there. And so yeah. it's not a very good corner to have a slowdown because you have to change your line. Yeah. Like if you if you put a slowdown in the S's or like take a take a track like um Suzuka, the S's at Suzuka or Coda, you know, like in that sector, like yeah, you can tuck in, find your line, you're gonna lose a tenth or so, but so is the guy in front of you, like everything's cool. But man, yeah, that's a tough corner. Um, it, it's kind of funny because in iRacing, I don't know if you guys remember for a while, there was a bug and it would always throw you a yellow flag there when you would air onto Molson. Do you guys remember that like two years ago? <laughs> it definitely cut like six or seven seconds off of my races over the, you know, because I would like yellow and hold up and like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the phantom yellow. Anyway. I got it always in Indy. Yeah. But, no. So, and the cars did have warning systems in them telling them they were coming to a slow zone. But I think if you don't slow the cars down, but tell them, hey, there's a caution here, there's no passing. So the car in front of you starts to slow down. You've got to start to slow down. You know, you can gain the time on them if you really want to, but you can't pass them. I just it, figured that would work better than telling, hey, your next zone is a slow zone. And when you get to that next sector line, you better be going 80 miles an hour into that sector. Yeah, something like that. But um, like I said, though, I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to safety it to death, though. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm I say leave it be. 
yeah like maybe we just like there's always going to be some stuff that's like oh man that could have been better but oh man it's like they're racing fast cars or something yeah i don't know and i'm glad we didn't have as many we only had what six full court full full course yellows and safety cars so because though the new safety car procedure took forever yes they did i was I like it, but they've got to somehow speed that up. And it get help it. that it, you're at Lamar either. Yeah. It just feels like forever. Well, it is. there was one safety car, I want to say, lasted almost an hour. <coughs> I'm not <Got> sure. <laughs> I'm after Yeah, that's that's too long. If if it actually I mean like I mean man, yeah, you've got to do something about them. I no. I intensely watched some of the race, but I missed quite a bit of it. So no. I didn't, the, at least the parts, that, like I watched the first three hours and then the last three or four hours, and then I caught highlights of the middle. But I mean, it's how, how do you do a quicker safety car at Lamar though? Just do less yeah. laps? Well, the... Just have a place where they can dive off, and they're like, "Okay, they got to clear." Yeah, go. We're done. Well, go the, now. How they do their safety cars is you have safety car Alpha, safety car Bravo, and safety car Charlie. So Alpha comes out of the pits. Bravo comes out of the Daytona chicane, which is the first chicane on the straightaway, and then Indy brings out Charlie. And so when the safety cars are deployed, all three come out at the same time, and you just get behind the safety car that picks you up. And used to, they would just duck in, and that's how you started the next thing. But if you pit, you have to wait for the next safety car in line. You can't. That's tough. If you go into pit road, you have to go to the next safety car coming around. They'll hold you there, which keeps you from being able to pit and gain time on the people that did not pit. Gain that advantage. But what they did this year is when they would go back green, they would all tuck back behind safety car Alpha, and it was they wouldn't let them do that till the whole wreck was cleaned up, and then it would take them like three or four laps to get everyone back behind the safety car. Yeah, that's too long. Yeah, so your safety cars were at least 30 minutes at the shortest long. Yeah, that's, I mean... There's a, I would like to know their mentality behind it. It was like, they just trying new things or was there like precedent or like safety concerns? And like, this was what they settled on. Like there was a big meeting. It was like, all right, this is how we have to do it. And you know, I, I'm interested to know. Their reasoning behind it was <laughs> to help people. And they claimed it that people were unfairly getting lapped under safety cars with how the safe, because just luck of how the safety car fell when it fell and how pits were being taken, they would end up getting lapped. So I'm guessing like, say you're leading the race, you're fixing to lap me, the safety car came out, but I've got a pit, but you weren't about to really lap me. I was really like a minute and a half ahead of you. And when the safety car fell, it puts you behind me, but I've got a pit now because it's, I'm running out of fuel. You don't. 
So then you got to pass me because I had to wait on the next safety car. You know, stuff like that. I don't know really like the true, like how it falls and gets, you get lapped and stuff. That was the reason behind it was to keep people from unfairly going, falling a lap behind. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like you fix it. It sounds like you regress it. If you do anything, yeah. you, you go backwards, which they probably won't do. Um, but now you get the wave around too, which if I was in behind safety car alpha and you are behind safety car Bravo, but you're leading the race when they tuck up behind safety car alpha, this is another thing that extended the cautions. I got waved around because you're my class leader. I get to come back all the way back around and get plugged in behind you. Now. Yeah. So it, it is what it is. I don't want to go too far into the safety cars and all that. But it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I mean, there's a, it's a lot of factors and it definitely affected many people's race. Um, whether it would be for the good or, or worse, I guess that's the big question. If you're, if you're WEC or you're Lamar or whatever, what affects people? The, what negatively affects people the least? You know what I mean? I guess yeah. that's what they're asking themselves. So this, it's, it sounds like this did uh, negatively affect less people yeah, than the previous method. So, I mean, mission accomplished, I guess, but we'll always be looking to make it better. It made it a little bit harder for the fans to watch. Um, but 24 hour races are TV, hard to watch anyway. But not, I'm pretty sure it was people there watching the race live didn't have any issue with it. It was more of the TV that now we're watching 35 minutes of them pacing behind the pace car. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm sure the teams probably enjoyed it. Gives them a little break to get everything settled down a little bit, reset. Yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the deal. I found out on like endurance racing that it's, you know, NASCAR is kind of for the fans. F1's kind of for the fans. Endurance racing is literally endurance racing that people watch. Right. Like they usually they're they're doing their own thing. If you want to watch, fine. If you don't, eh, still gonna do it. Watching Especially like Lama. Watching an endurance race is like watching a two day bill fishing tournament. Yeah, well, it's one of those things. They're they're there to do what they're doing. Yeah. And if you want to go ahead and watch, then by all means, shit, tune in. Yeah, there's a Pay team your... of dudes spending a bunch of money, and if you want to watch, you can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, technically, yes. Um and uh I think, you know, I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's one of the reasons I really like it. Cause it doesn't do things like stage race, you know, stage stops <laughs> or whatever for commercials and <laughs> they just keep effing going, bro. So the 35, you know, whatever the, the longer, I'm sure it was nice on a 24 hour race to get a lot of 30 minute break to go. Whew, okay. Let's just all calm down for a minute. Let's well, reset. Well, also like they were saying at the end of the race, like those cars don't know that there's 10 minutes left to go. So like these, these 30 minute long, low RPM periods, I guess you could look at it at two ways. Like one, it took some stress off the cars, temperatures down, but two, it took some stress off the cars and took temperatures down, which depending on how the cars made could be a really bad thing. So, you know, but yeah. I'm sure like guys like the NASCAR guys at Hendrix were happy to have it, you know, some time to reset and let their steel brake rotors cool off and put a little more oil in there because <laughs> <That's right. laughs> she was thirsty <laughs> she's thirsty 
Not just for that old Gatling. Yeah. For their oil. Put Give her on the diet. Oil. We gave her that zero, that zero twenty, that future oil. <laughs> <laughs> I was glad I made it to the end, man. And apparently Ferrari did, cars didn't really care about the uh, brake. You know what I mean? So they well, they look pretty damn strong. Uh, yeah. They did have a scare there at the end of the race. We'll get into that in that here in a second. But as the sun came up over the track, and I don't really know, this is about the time, I I watched all the way until sunrise and then started napping through the rest of the race. Um, but the dust settled, and I didn't realize it, but Corvette had worked their way all the way back from five laps down to the lead of the GTM class. Yeah. Um, uh, they're heroes, man. Yeah. They're heroes. I'm a big Ben Keating fan because I'm a Texan. And mm-hmm. he's from Victoria, if you didn't know, which is cool. Um, And uh, dude is a legend. And I was so happy to see them pull it off. That was so cool. I think yeah. it, for me, it was, it, it was what I'm going to remember about this Le Mans other than Ferrari winning overall. Is like, I think... 10 years from now, I'll remember that more than even the Hendrix thing, because I think they'll even be back. Yeah. So, I, I wanted to give some love out to the, you know, the American manufacturer winning the GTM class that does not exist after this year, so they won the last GTM class ever, and actually, they won the last GTE yeah. ever yeah. to win class at Le Mans because now we're going to the GT3s so with with struggles they ended up coming back and taking that class but getting on to Ferrari's final pit stop and the um, <laughs> Ferrari moment <laughs> the whole Italian yeah, right? the whole country <laughs> of Italy holding their breath and <laughs> but they, oh, bro, they, I was holding my breath. What are you talking about? The car won't start. What do you mean it's a car won't start? <laughs> yeah, I so, like the guy, the one guy in the piss that's trying to stay calm, and he was like doing the hand motions like, okay, just go through the reset, but you can see it in his eyes. He's like, start the damn car. <laughs> start the car. Start, start the car, dude. Start the car. <laughs> it's not funny anymore. Yeah, it was funny. The 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 commentators went silent. There was a good like five seconds of nothing. It just like, no way. <laughs> like oh no, oh we. And then suck they again. then they had the camera cut over to the Toyota pit, and all those guys were like on the edge of their seat, getting excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was such an emotional roller coaster for those two teams. Uh, yeah, and and then Ferrari did get cranked, and you saw just this whole like. Oh, you know, you know, f bombs yeah. out of the Toyota pit, like yep. despair. It's it over. was over. Damn it! It's over. You know, you know, they thought their race was over. Then they thought they had a chance, and then they got snatched back away from them. They were like, ah. And what a story arc for Antonio Giovinazzi, man! It, I like, know, right? Like, wow, you know, Ferrari, Ferrari. Wonder Kid, Sauber driver, not feeling it, not having great success, and then 
you know, gets this drive and wins freaking Lamar. Like, wow. Cause if you haven't followed Antonio, like dude's a great driver and was really a hopeful for the, for Ferrari's main seat. Um, even as, as early as when Kimmy was, um, leaving Ferrari, like that seat was really Antonio's. And then, you know, Mr. Charlie came in there cause he's got a better smile or plays piano or whatever. <laughs> he's, got, he's got some pretty good hair. <laughs> um, but in, no, Antonio Giovinazzi is going to be a Ferrari household name forever now. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's set himself in stone. I mean, before now, really, I think, like you. Uh, but now, for sure. I mean, he's young, dude. What is it? I don't even know what age he is, but he's but, still got a lot of years left, especially in the endurance series. Italian Jesus, man. I'm a fan. I'm telling you. And a yeah. name like Giovinazzi. Yeah. Turn, turn water into Chianti. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm super happy for, for him and all of the Ferrari guys. And I'm happy for Toyota too. I mean, it's not like second is, I mean, it, it looked like they got last place, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, well, the domination over the last few years by them has just been yeah crazy and then ferrari's like uh 100 years i think i'll take this one thank you and who got third norman uh, that'd got be third cadillac uh, yeah, that's right and yeah, they come, placed fourth too coming across the line together they weren't on the same lap though were they i don't think so but no all three caddies came across the line together no it was very very cool very oh. very cool and but and it, all and on different laps but and unlike <laughs> Ford, they actually managed to not screw it up. <laughs> well, when yeah, you're on no. different laps, you can't screw it up. <laughs> yeah, Nor Norman just, uh, as soon as they went across, somebody probably sna made a snapshot, and Norman's like, I'm just going to get that tattooed on my back That's right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All three of those cars coming across the line. It was rocking. Yeah. It was really cool to watch as a racing fan, as an American racing fan, as a American. It was cool. It was and to give some LMP2 some love, um... I'm not, you know, I watched it and I kind of followed it, but it wasn't, it didn't, but the story was, this is the first Polish team. Um, I think they're a full Polish team. Yeah. Europol. Yeah. Awesome. Won the LMP2 class and it wasn't without some scares there at the end too. They were, they lost their radio communications and then were trying to use a pit board. And luckily this is not run by the the FIA that makes decisions. So they went to them and said, Hey guys, you can't be putting that board out across the track. You could drop it onto the track. We can't have that. We're not going to penalize you because we understand why you're doing it. But here's a slap on the wrist. Stop doing it. Keep racing. I think that's but fair. Knock it off. Yeah. I think that's fair. And yeah, I think the FIA can probably take some pointers there, don't you? Don't you think? Yeah. yeah, if yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. No, but yeah, I think that really wraps that race up. I that that's a lot the, that we've talked about. There's a I'm, lot, there, it's, yeah. a, it's well, a, a lot that we race, missed man. too. Yeah, there was one video I actually seen, and it was like my own personal American, like, this is awesome. It was when you know they release at some point, all the cars get off the track and they release it to the fans to come out. And man, did they ever! I don't know if you've seen some pictures, but. Like, I think they said there was some 300 
something thousand people there or something. I swear to you, 150 of those were on like the front stretch after they released them to come onto the track. It was a sea of people. But while they're coming onto the track, there's some of them that were running down pit road. Some are mostly teams at this point because, you know, a lot of people can't get on pit road, but they were running down pit road. Jeff Gordon has his little, you know, Chevy vest on and his, <laughs> he's got his, he's got his little, uh, uh, champagne glass in one hand and he's just got his phone raised up videotaping everybody rushing by him. And the funniest thing was, I was thinking is like, half those dudes don't even know they're running right by Jeff Gordon. Like they're just running <laughs> by us, the guy with a camera. I was like, you know, but I just thought it was amazing. He was just soaking it in. Or and for somebody you were like, Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody like Jeff Gordon that's just done so many things in his life, you know, and, and, and so many things accomplished. You could tell that he just was like soaking it in, just watching people run by him, you know, like just being there. And I it was just go. a cool little, cool little moment. Yeah. I want to experience it so bad. It's a bucket list for me. I'm definitely going to oh. go one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And on that note, talking about that. Did you see the hats that the Corvette team was wearing? The most American cowboy hat you could. They have Stetsons on or something? No, they weren't Stetson. They were more of like the... <laughs> they got a <an>, beaver Stetson. <laughs> they got uh, that 10X on. It wasn't full-on like cowboy hat, but it was like that, like, rolls kind of up on the side a little bit more skinnier and long. You talking about that taco hat? Ew. <laughs> You talking about that Tim McGraw hat? <laughs> that old that old um, Dwight Yoakam hat? <laughs> but I think they had I think it had like long horns on it. So, of course it on. did. Let me let me see if I can't find a picture. Yeah, we'll 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 try to find a picture and post that in Discord for if sure. It ain't a Robert you know, hat, out of all the Lamal we talked about, we're gonna post a picture of Cowboy hats. A man in a cowboy hat. <laughs> America. America. All right. Well. But anyways, Lamal was amazing as usual and it always feels like on that race it takes longer than a year to come around i don't know why for me it's like every time it starts up i'm like man that was man that seems like a long time ago yeah but um and then it comes and it goes man but it it, it was a really special one it felt like just not just the centennial you know the 100 years it was just you know for for america and stuff with as many cars we had in like you said unfortunately it's the last was it the last corvette um factory car is that correct Chevy, Chevy based. Um, I think is what Norm was saying. But, yes. uh, yeah. And that's, that's sad to see. I really, really, really like watching the American cars go over there and compete, but, uh, they'll still be Corvettes, but there just won't be any, uh, like a works team, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. Well, we good get to stuff. see kind of some American cars in kind of a French place, uh, this weekend, um, formula one at Montreal, Canada. Yes. Get your flannel and your maple syrup out. <laughs> we're going to Canadian. We're going. We're going to Antonio's house, everybody. And is it poutine or is it Putin? Putin. Poutine. <laughs> I guess so. Poutine. I don't think it's poutine. I actually don't think it's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it yeah. More the, uh, it's F1 like poutine. is going. Where, where is it? Is it Montreal? Montreal, yeah. Canada. Oh, yeah, is it Canada. Jacques Villeneuve? Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques Villeneuve. Sorry, French. I, I, I love to watch this race. It always seems like it's cool. We got it's the wall champion. Race. Somebody's yeah, somebody's gonna tag. I racing, not my favorite track, man. Oh, I, I, I love it. No. So what is it? Uh is it three and four, four and five, whatever. The the first right hander that goes downhill and then tries to careen you into a wall. Oh, it's so great. No, it's not. It's a great corner. Oh, yes. it's not. Horrible. Horrible corner. 
I I actually used to actually do good. The first time I went there, I think me and Norman might have got into it, but I don't remember who it was. But we went through that corner, and I had to let up because I was about to smack the wall, which then put us side by side. And then uh, that next one with cold tires just slid me out, and I I tagged somebody or something like that. Anyways, just ended my race right there in the concrete. So that was a good time. But it's uh, always not- it's always the turn. So you go, you take the um, right left, mm-hmm. and you get close to the wall, and then you have the long yep. sweeping right hander. It's yep. that next left-hand turn that oh. it's like uh, comes back on itself and then cuts back out. And I'm like, just make There's it one, one lane. Yeah. And I yep. always overshoot that turn or I come out and I'm drifting it sideways into the wall. Oh, man. Yep. That's where it, I get all my time on people is that corner. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're great, Dave. I'm We're great. Not. I love Montreal. Oh, that's a great okay. track, man. I love Anyways. the track. Anyways, yeah. That's where they're at. Um. I, I really think it's going to be a straightforward race for the most part, as usual. Red Bull, yeah, you know, I mean, Max is Max. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change this week, uh, but there is some stuff coming. I mean, Mercedes looked really strong. They brought it to uh, Monaco. They're changes with the side pods, and, you know, we really didn't get to see it, but in Spain, they did show real true pace. And I really think uh, Aston Martin's supposed to be bringing some kind of update. I do not know the details of it, uh, but they are bringing an update. So, we will see if maybe they can get that podium spot back. I think it's going to be a fight between Aston Martin and Mercedes. It should be a fight between Aston Martin, Mercedes, and Ferrari, though, right? Why Why can they not get that right at Ferrari? The car's there, right? Strategy team. Because they've been dumping all their it, money into WC. <laughs> Fairly. Um, they had to go yeah. win Le Mans. And I'm sorry. If they don't show up with the same similar paint scheme, for the Canadian Grand Prix and and celebrate that win, I'm gonna be kind of pissed. I know they won't, and I'm gonna be pissed. But if I'm like Ferrari, I'm like, hey, we're gonna really push this because you guys suck. So we're gonna try to put their paint scheme on you. Maybe you can do what they did. But uh, I mean, as far as that, it's a two stop race for the most part. As, as if it goes like it did last year, they're bringing the same uh, tires. So I think that'll be the main deal. I think there's gonna be some one stoppers though. I don't know if that'll be up front. I think Max can probably do a one-stopper, depending on what tire he starts on. I think he start on yellow end and white and be done. Those hards are holding up like crazy at all these tracks for some reason, and they're actually a primary tire for the yeah. long haul. I mean, instead of going like, you know, yellow, red, yellow, or yellow, yellow, red, or, you know, starting on the reds and then going yellow, yellow, to get more speed, you do that sometimes. Um, it had, I mean, that, that the, the hard tire's holding up, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's holding up, and it's, and it's similar times, and it just doesn't fall off, but... Uh, on that note, though, it looks like we could have a wet qualifying. I'm checking the weather for Montreal. That's um, what I was going to touch on, yeah. Yeah, about a 60% chance of rain on qualifying day. So we could see something like we saw in Monaco with one of these top-tier drivers starting in the back of the grid or having a bad qualifying or something weird happening. And I think, I don't want to say anything to give up the old uh, in it, when it, been it thing, but... Um, Yuki, out. <laughs> yeah, all right, no... <laughs> That's a given nowadays <laughs> on our picks, but I I really man I, I feel like Perez has got to start doing something right. Like he's he's uh, not looking sh- strong in the same car that Max is looking just like a higher level than everyone else. Like literally, he's just putting it to him. Um, it's insane. Yeah, and when and and Perez. I get that they're built, and, and I'm bad about this. People say this isn't what happens. I don't care what you say. Almost every F1 team is made for one driver. 
they're they're building that car around one driver. Unless you're one of the lower teams that's just trying to get back up the ladder. I don't think Haas this season, I don't think they're giving Hulkenberg more or Mag more. I think they're keeping it pretty even. They're just trying to move up the ladder. Um, you know, I think I think he probably said the same thing about Alvatari. Yeah. But I feel like Ferrari, I'll say it. Leclerc. They're building the car around Leclerc and hopefully Science can drive it. Absolutely. Red Bull. What's up? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Red Bull, they're building it around Max. Um, Mercedes. <laughs> I don't know who they're building it around. I think they're around. building it around was, George, man. I'm really afraid that's going to become an issue for them. I think that that might be what pushes Lewis out because I really do feel the same way. I feel like, you know, they're, they're, but I'm afraid he's pushing it a little bit too much. Also, I know on the radio in the last race, he was like two seconds behind, maybe three. And he was asking, hey, is Hamilton going to get out of the way when I get there so I can go chase down signs? And it was like, bro, you're bro, 30 chill. seconds behind. Yeah. Once you get in DRS or even close before you start asking questions like that, like, especially, you know me, y'all know, if you listen to the podcast, you know, I'm not the biggest Hamilton fan by no. any means. You're coming up on a seven time champion who is, you know, just he's shown his speed. So you need to give him some credit. Don't be three seconds behind and be like, hey, can you get this slow old dude out of the way so I can go ahead and go forward? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I took it. And yeah. I was like, Dude, well, and, you know? and it's not like it, it's kind of the narrative. Cause I believe that sky sports and formula one, like they, they kind of, but since, since forever, but since drive to survive, especially they've been building this narrative. Like even how crafty calls the races are a little bit more, um, novel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've, cause it, it's, I don't know. It's good TV. And this season feels like a little bit like the death of Lewis Hamilton. Like he's trying, Boom. but I'll say it straight up. Like I don't, the, the story arc as it reads now does not have Lewis Hamilton making this incredible comeback into the mainstream of the racetrack. Just doesn't like the, the only Lewis Hamilton headline I've seen was a tabloid today that he might be dating Shakira. That's the only Lewis Hamilton article I've read this year. So, I mean, maybe Mercedes knows it. I mean, you can't be you can't be the best forever. And George, gonna George has been I, better they, than him this year, straight up, too. Yeah, and, and if they are dating, then I mean, like, if they get together, their kids, what are they going to dress their kids in? Oh, baby, would you talk like that? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be, they'd be all screwed up, though, man. They'd be wearing some like an <laughs> argument in the kitchen would just be weird. She'd be, you know. Going all over octaves, and he'd be like, "It's unfair. It's unfair, man. This ain't right. It's not right." Bono, Bono, you got to talk to him, man. This isn't right. It's manipulated. She's like, "Bono, I don't like that guy." It's like wrong, Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, enough trashing on Lewis yeah, Hamilton anyway. and Shakira. Uh, Shakira, out of nowhere. Sorry about that. I mean, just a <laughs> shout out to Shakira. That was out of left field, and I don't know why we trashed on you, but we did. No. And I apologize. What's up? You know. I don't think she's listening to you. From everybody at Lab Zero Podcast, we are sorry, Shakira. Well, yeah, if Shakira, if you're listening, <laughs> congrats. Sincere on, apology. Congrats on somehow getting younger every year. It's weird. And uh, Lewis Hampton, I guess. I mean, good catch, I'd say. Yeah, that has that has weird Illuminati babies written all over it, man. <laughs> Doesn't it though? I wasn't gonna go there, but anyways, well, that's for the other podcast. So. Um, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I mean, 
as far as the race goes, I don't think there's much change in the uh, patterns. Yeah. I like to see what Aston Martin can bring in in the Mercedes. I don't think they're going to catch Max, and hopefully Perez can get his ish together. But uh, yeah, Canadian Grand Prix looks like it's going to be a pretty good deal. Uh, like you said, rain qualifying could be a, could be fun. But besides that, at ease, what at ease, and we'll have to see what happens this weekend. Yeah. Um, shout out to Indy, right? Yeah, Indy going to Road America this weekend. Sorry, I've been so backtracked with Le Mans stuff. I yeah, there Road Road America in Wisconsin. Always a fun race. So we'll we'll catch you up on that race at next episode. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Uh, may go and uh, see what our if you're lucky. Our boy jo- is is Indy ne- is Indy next going to be there also? We can give it a little Josh Green update or something. No, their next race is Iowa. The double oh. well, they're not double heading. They did the double header at Detroit, which mm-hmm. unfortunately we didn't give this update. Josh Green had a rough week there. Um, yeah, but that's okay. We don't need to we'll talk see about if we can bounce weeks. back at Iowa. The, their first oval of the season for Indy next. Sweet. He'll do good. I got faith. That, would be, yeah, that uh, sounds le- terrifying. I don't know why when you said that, Norman, my heart re- rate went quicker. The first oval of the season for Indy next, like, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so scary. If like, let's say you're just getting into this series, it's your first year. It's like, oh, we're racing Iowa. Like, oh my God. Like, I think that's Josh Green. Oh my God, man. That's crazy. So, I guess that takes it into in it, win it, and bend it for um, lap 20. Unfortunately, Antonio uh, is gone, as y'all know, um, on a business trip. So he was supposed to be up first, but we really can't make our picks until he makes his picks. We, we tried to let him know, okay, okay, just, let's just stop, stop for a minute. Let's just, let's just talk about this for a minute. Antonio, we tried to let we you know. We tried to let man. you know. Uh, Norman specifically said, if you're not going to make it, you need to put your picks. So back of the line, bro. Yeah. Yeah, back of the line. Snooze. Go on now. You lose. Snooze, you lose. All right. That's that Italian strategy for you. Yep. Oh, Ferrari strategy. Bad planning and now lose. But a win. You had the first picks. Now you're in the the back back of the line. You know what? (laughs) We're going to note it for after the race. Okay. And we're going to try to maybe give you a chance next. I don't know. We're going to have to think about that. We'll stewards. We'll get to go after the race. After Uh, the race. That's right. So that then brings my man Dave. To the front of the line. Oh man, feels what good, we got, bro. Feels good. Feels good to be up here. Uh, let's take. You know, like you said, I think Mercedes is going to make a strong showing. I think that Austin Martin's going to make a strong showing. But I just got to keep going with what I keep going with. I really want to see Charles Leclerc on the podium. I know, I know. Antonio was going to say it, but I'm going to take it. Because it's my time to take it. And Canada could be a good track for Ferrari. And I think that they're on a high from Lamar. Leclerc was at Lamar. He got to see how a successful Ferrari garage should feel. He's on a high. He had some pasta. He's ready to go. So Leclerc to win in it. Um I'll I'll leave you guys to the obvious ones because <laughs> I already <laughs> I already took the obvious winner, um, right? But um, uh. in it, uh, I, I'll i give Lewis some love here. Um, and I know in it's 10th or better, but specifically, I think that Lewis does perform well here. Um, I would really like to see him on the podium, but definitely in the points. 
And Bennett, I've been trying to go off the wall for this one, and I swear I'm going to get it right eventually. It's going to hit. Um, let's go. He's been on a solid run lately, but um, I think we'll see some pink and blue in the air this year or this race. Let's go with Mr. Esteban Ocon to Bennett. Oh, oh, yeah. Man, that hurts, bro. He's been doing good. I know. Yeah, I get it. No one's perfect. And he he does like crashing. If you look at the the dude does like crashing his car a little bit. So, hey, he's like a history, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, I guess I'm up, Norman, your last arc. And then, uh, so, yeah, when it, uh, of course, I'll let everybody know if you're a first time listener. Uh, we don't do win it uh, completely. We all pretty much know that Red Bull and Max is probably going to win it. So our, just just a, <laughs> every a, time we say it, it sounds so bad. <laughs> I know, bro. But if you if you're a fan and you're watching yeah. and you made it this far and you, you're waiting you for know. a win, it, you know, okay, yeah. you just know. And when it changes, we'll change. Season's Until over. then, just this is how it's gonna be, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is a battle for second through last. Yeah, exactly. So win it, as in i.e. behind Max. Um, my boy Lonzo, of course, you know that's my pick, dude. Love him to death. Um, I'm hoping he gets his stuff back together because he needs to. It was really good to see him up there. I think he's doing really good. Uh, last race, kind of a kick in his teeth. So hopefully they got their stuff back together. Um, in it, anywhere in the points. Yeah, I'm actually going against your uh, Ben, and I think it's going to be Mr. Ocon, man. Um, he's been I really good. think he's going to have a solid good, uh, solid, solid race. He's, he's, been, he's good. been good to go. Bennett, I'm tired of riding this Yuki train, man. You know what I mean? It's just not happening. Oh, but Mr. Botas, Mr. Botas will wreck. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. I, I mean, if Alfa Romeo will actually go fast enough, he will wreck. So I know. They they are not showing up this year. I thought they no, would, too. Poor boys. I really poor thought boys. they would be competitive, and they are not. Yep. So there it be. My man Norman's up next. Well, my um, win it since I know Mercedes has been strong here and Lewis Hamilton has also been strong at this track. And I think he likes it. I think him and Alonzo are going to be battling it out all race. That would be tight. But Hamilton is going to take your boy and take the win from Alonzo this race. So Ham we're going to get him. Some ham jam for the win. Mm. I love hand tattoos on the podium. There's just something about it. (laughs) We'll give (laughs) the prancing horses their love from Le Mans, and we'll give Signs the end. Nice, nice. I I like Signs. I think he can get points, and you know, and that 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 keeps the the difference up. So I'm not picking y'all's wins. Um, but the shocker. Yuki of Sonoda. Shocking pick. In the wall. It's not a champion. But he's the teammate to a champion. Perez just bends it. Oh. Well, Nick Nick DeVries won Formula E, so I still (laughs) thought you were going to say Yuki for a second. (laughs) So the funny thing is, as we're making these picks... (laughs) My boy Antonio finally tries to show up on chat. I don't know if y'all noticed that in the Discord. But, oh, I just uh, saw it. 
Too late, man. No, ignore it. Ignore it. Just delete it. Didn't see it. Don't know Shama. Didn't see it. Sorry, it's... Well, I was supposed to go first this week. Oh, yeah, don't worry. You'll oh. know, buddy. You'll know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, it was a good lap 20, man. Lamar was... Lamar was a trip. You know what I mean? Um, and now we got to wait another two years till we see it again, God. like Levi says. I know. It just feels like it's forever. It does. But, um, I think because it's like... For some of these races that we get... There's like, you know, the Rolex 24. It's like, okay, well, there's, you know, walk the six hours of the Glen. There's the um, Pete LeMans. You know, it just feels like there's other races that can help kind of fill that void. LeMans is such a unique race. There's no other race in all of racing across the world that can fill its spot. Except Barber? I'm just kidding. I thought you were going to say <laughs> nah. that. No, no. I will, There's no I, one else that can fill Antonio's shoes either. No, I'm we're sorry, I we can't agree more, Norman. Like we, it is such a monumental race. It's the race. If you're going to watch any racing, tune in for the start of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Man, that is like. But wait, can I make a point on that? The start of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Can no? Can we get some sort of clinic for celebrity flag wavers, please? I thought we were going to go all damn episode without not saying this man. Come on, bro. <laughs> what are we doing? I thought doing? we were going to ignore it, too. I was just I ignoring to ignore it. What did, why was he even there? No. I'm. We're talking about it. We're going to, you know what? We're we making won't it the main his name. point. We'll just talk about he can't wave a flag. <laughs> no. LeBron James. <laughs> on my podcast. There. I said it. No. We're just, gl- I'm just glad that like half the cars didn't go by what? and then he like fell down and was like, oh, I got fouled. <laughs> yeah. You can't even make it to the whole I need a full court back. safety car. They hit me. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That said with a Spurs fan just right. Thank you for that. Um, um, yeah, no. I They got it. I'm cool with celebrities at the track. I'm cool with trying. But if you're going to let them do the start of Lamar, can someone just tell LeBron, like, yo, Bron, do this, man. Like, get excited about it. You got to do figure eights. You know, don't just fucking hang it out there like a limp, you know, like a wild give him Let's I will go. I will defend him. Tim Cook was the same way at the USGP last year. Homeboy was waving the flag like what are you doing? I will defend LeBron. He is actually waving a full-on blown French flag. It's not like a green flag. Bro, don't tell me that if you got this to man start is like Lamont, a linebacker, you wouldn't pull every muscle in your back waving that thing. Dude, but, I would I'd be And a lot of times they don't they bleeds. don't do the traditional <laughs> like wrist style green flag there. They do the big like swooping wave. But that wasn't no yeah. swooping wave, bro. No, it wasn't. It was like this ain't no swooping wave, man. <laughs> and you're nah. right. What what why LeBron? I guess maybe it's because have, Tony does, Parker does, started it last year. I was thinking it should year. be Mbappe. Why is it a basketball thing? This, well, Tony Parker's French, time? and I, I dug that. When Tony Parker got to start Lamar, that was like, cool. But LeBron James? Why? I I thought it should have been Mbappe. Oh. Mbappe! <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. So, I mean, he is in part ownership of a NASCAR team, but that has nothing to do with LeBron James partly owns a NASCAR team? 
Yeah, um, he was. I know he was. Fenway Sports Group. He's part of Fenway. Huh. Rosh Fenway. LeBron James. Yeah, go ahead. Search it up, NASCAR. And the episode it was back in 2021. <laughs> he, he was. I just don't know. It's 2021 or 2022. He is a mi- minority is. owner no, it's of the Fenway Levi. Sports Group. Yep. You were right. I know I usually don't bring the facts, but yeah, this one time. About you LeBron James, about of course. LeBron I would, James. Of course. Yeah, of course it would be. Of course it would be. Wow. All right, we talked about this man enough. All right, and enough let it go. LeBron. Enough, LeBron. Flop somewhere else, not here. What are you doing? Yeah, anyway. I think we should, but go, my point was, can we have some sort of clinic, if you're listening, racing people, where it's like, hey, man, you're going to wave the flag? Like, do it. Be excited. Act like you want to be there. Yeah. Be excited about it, please. Because there's over a million people that would rather do that and probably done a way better job at you. Yeah. You know, like you. Yeah. Like I said, I, I would have, I would have like got a double nosebleed and waving that. I would have had a brain aneurysm. He's like, Zero podcast to wave the flag to start Le Mans next yeah. year. Yeah. We're That's the obvious choice. Be better than LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. That's the one Anyways. thing I'm better than Le- LeBron at is waving a French flag. <laughs> and sportsmanship. But, yeah. I'm not no, going to say no hate here. here. I was gonna say, I'm good. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to wrap up lap 20. Catch us next week for a review of all the races going on this week. It will not be as exciting as the 24 Hours of Le Mans, but we will still have lap 21 next week. We'll see you later. See you. Go Nuggets.